welcome to Loving the Scriptures. I'm your host, your friend, Joshua Odunlade, and together we'll be exploring God's Word to find insights, learn from Him, and to fall more deeply in love with Him today. Let's begin. Welcome once again to this episode of the podcast, Let's Say a Word of Prayer. Our Father and our God, we say thank you. We glorify your name. We adore your name. We are thankful. We are grateful for everything that you have done for us. Let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. If there is any sin at all that will hinder our prayers today or our study, Lord, we are sorry. Please forgive us in Jesus' name. If there is any way that we have acted independently of you, if there is any way that we have acted in a way that is rebellious to what you have told us to do, Lord, we are sorry. We ask that you forgive us, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, as we want to study your word this day, we ask that you would be with us, that you would guide us, that you would lead us, that you would teach us yourself. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. In this episode of the podcast, we'll be doing a quick recap of the book of John chapter 5 and then we'll be discussing an important thing in the body of Christ. Something that can really, really help you to grow. Something that can really, really help you to stay in Christ. Okay, so the recap of John chapter 5 first. John chapter 5. We spent about four episodes on John chapter 5. We started in episode 26 where we had the topic or the title, Do You Want to Get Well? And that was where we studied John chapter 5 verse 1 to 16 in episode 26. There we we saw this man that was lame and unable to walk by a pool of Bethesda, by the pool of Bethesda. And then Jesus asked the man, do you want to walk? Like, do you want to be healed? And this man started telling Jesus stories and stories and stories. And there we learned that we asked ourselves the question, which stories am I telling Jesus? Jesus is asking me, do I want to be well? Which stories am I telling Jesus? And after the man was made well by Jesus, we see that he was criticized for picking up his mat and walking. And then the Jews asked him, who is the person that made you well? (laughs) But surprisingly, this man could not answer that question because he had no idea the person was there we learned that you could receive a miracle and yet not know who healed you you could receive something from jesus and yet not know who made you well then we see that jesus came back to him and told him do not sin anymore lest something worse comes upon you and we see that sin has very very real consequences that that episode ended or that um those verses ended by the Jews persecuting Jesus because of what he had done. And then we went on to the next episode, episode 27, and that was titled, Whatever the Father Does. And there we studied from verse 17 to 23. And here Jesus was responding to the persecutions and to the judgment of the Jews. And he, he made them to understand that his father is still working. and he has to work as well he has to make people well he has to do what he sees his father doing and there we see that they try to kill jesus all the more not just because of the good works that he was doing now but also because jesus was calling god his father and there we learned that 
Jesus does whatever the Father does. If we look at verse 19 to 20, we see that Jesus says that whatever I see my Father doing, that is what I do. And that is where we now cross-reference back to John chapter 3 verse 35 that says that the Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hands. Judgment and honor, in fact, the Father has given into the hands of the Son because there in verse 22 to 23, we see that Jesus says that the Father does not judge anything but has given all judgment into the hands of the Son. So we see how much that the Father loves the Son that came to die for our sins. So we must honor the Son. We must honor the Son to be able to get to the Father. We see that no way can you get to Jesus. No way can you get to God without honoring Jesus. That was what we learned in the book of John chapter 5 verse 17 to 23 that was in episode 27 and then we moved on to study John chapter 5 verse 24 to 30 in episode 28 which we titled resurrection of life resurrection of life and there our topic centered around the the part where Jesus says that in the last days like he will speak the son of man will speak and then the dead will hear his voice and some will be raised to the resurrection of life and others will be raised to the resurrection of condemnation so when the dead hear his voice some will be raised unto life and others will be raised unto condemnation and there that was where we considered the illustration of the courtroom this if you've not listened to that episode please make sure you listen where we consider the fact that jesus takes our place in that courtroom and dies for our own sins our own transgressions now we asked ourselves some very important questions when we are dead would we like to be raised onto the resurrection of death of life or onto the resurrection of condemnation and that is a question that we must still ask ourselves even today then went on to verse 31 to 47 in episode 29 episode 29 was titled in my father's name in my father's name so we see there the core of what we see there is that jesus came in his father's name and yet they did not receive him and jesus said that if i testify of myself you would receive me then right because you receive testimony of men and you don't want to receive the testimony that comes only from God. Jesus said there in verse 31 to 37, he says things like, I do not testify of myself, even though John has testified about me, but I do not receive human witness. I do not receive human testimony. It is God himself that has testified about me by these very works that I do. And there we see a verse in verse 35. We see that Jesus said that, oh you have seen john and you john was a lamp to you and you were willing for a while to rejoice in his light and we compare that to the book of psalm 119 verse 105 where the bible says that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path and we see that we must allow the word of god to be a lamp to our feet and a light to our path it is him that will guide us and direct us of course he can use human vessels to help us but it is still him that will guide us and direct us and that is really what we have done in the past four episodes in this chapter of john chapter 5. very quickly i'd like to talk about the topic stay with your flock 
and this is a topic that is very dear to my heart because it, it concerns every believer a lot of believers this day have a tendency to say oh um i would stream service online i would i would listen to messages online i don't necessarily have to go to church i don't necessarily have to fellowship with people but the bible has some very interesting things to say about that we'll just consider some few verses of scripture quickly and then we'll just have a discussion and then we we round up this episode of the podcast so that you can go on to meditate on the things that we've discussed and to also read through the book of john chapter 5 again think about it and also think about what we're about to discuss now because this will affect your ability to study and love scriptures too okay so let's start from hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 says that not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day approaching now stay with your flock what does that title mean it means that you should stay with the people that you fellowship with a flock is basically a group of sheep that are under one shepherd well the whole body of christ the entire global body of christ is basically a group of sheep that is under the shepherd the great shepherd jesus christ but for convenience purpose jesus has decided it has so pleased him that we have our own local fellowships and assemblies that are much smaller and where we can really be known and know others now the scripture is telling us that we must not neglect this gathering together of believers because some are in the habit of doing so it is easy to say oh i will stream services online i will do this but the service the church the fellowship is not just about the message that you listen to it is more about the people it is more about the community of believers that are there to stand with you and to stand for you through thick and thin we must not neglect the gathering together as some are in the habit of doing psalm 133 verse 1 says that how good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony you know the book of john chapter 13 verse 35 says that by this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another and those were the words of jesus when he was when he was going to die he says by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another it is very important that we keep the fellowship of the spirit ephesians 4 3 says that making every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace and then in in the book of first corinthians from verse 12 to 13 the bible says that for just as the body is one and has many parts and all the parts of the body though many are one body so also is christ for we are all baptized by one spirit into one body whether jews or greeks whether slaves or free and we were all given one spirit to drink now it is very important that we understand that everybody every single person in the body of christ is related to us by blood that is by the blood of the lamb that died for our sins so we are connected together by that blood every 
male, every female has become your brother or your sister. Every older male, every older female has become your mother or your father. Basically, we are all one family. Whether you are in New York or Oshobo or Kaduna, wherever you are, we are all one family. But it is also important that we understand that even as a family is, let, let me ask you a question. Did your family grow by, did your nuclear family grow by saying that the old um, extended family should come and be living within the walls of your house? I guess not. There is a kind of intimacy that comes with our nuclear families, that is with our small families that our large extended families do not have. But it's not like we don't love our large extended families. We still believe and understand that we are one family, we are one flesh, we are one blood. And when we meet them, we, we love them genuinely with the whole of our hearts. That's the same way it is as believers. Your church, your local fellowship is like your nuclear family. And then there is this big extended family that you have, which is the entire body of Christ. Everybody that professes Christ and that acts according to him, they are part of your big extended family. So there's no need to bicker, there's no need to fight. We are all in this together. It's just like in a military, they have different units, different battalions. That's the same way it is. We are all in different, we, we all may belong to different units, but we are all part of the same army. So firstly, there's no, there's no need to fight or to segregate or to come sharply against another person from another denomination just because you find some differences. We all have our differences, but we are all one. That is the first thing we need to understand. The second thing that we need to understand is that you grow by interacting well with your nuclear family. Your nuclear family is there for you to help you through all the things that you need to go through. They are there to help you to grow, to learn, to fellowship, to provide that comfort of, of the fellowship. You know, the Bible says that if two people walk together and one is falling, the other will draw him up. That is the same way it is in the body of Christ. So when you are failing, when you are falling, if you are a true part of a fellowship people can notice and say oh bro josh you are it seems that you don't pray as well as you used to anymore it seems that we don't see you in fellowship as well as you used to anymore it seems like you're having a scriptural block can i pray with you can we can we pray together can we just hold hands together and pray through this that can only happen with your nuclear family I know that we all belong to the global family of Christ. In this recent generation, we have seen many things that have told us that, okay, we are in this global family, but it is still important for us to maintain and to know that we have a local church, a place where you can be committed and where you can be known, where you are not lost in the crowd, where at least a few people know you by your name, where you grow. It is important for us to be committed to our flock. That is why I said stay with your flock. You see, the thing about lions that hunt is that, you know, the Bible says that the devil is going about as a roaring lion looking for whom to devour. The thing about lions is that, firstly, the shepherd acts as a protection for us against lions. 
so we know that our big shepherd is jesus christ but he has also committed that act of shepherding to our pastors to our deacons to all the leaders in charge of our local assembly now the the lion likes to hunt all those sheep that that stray away from the flock the lion likes to hunt all those sheep that have isolated themselves from the gathering of the fellowship the lion likes to hunt all those ones that have that have become rebellious that have that are walking alone so when you see yourself trying to walk alone trying to become isolated unnecessarily trying to become unnecessarily away from the fellowship for a long period of time for no reason then you should begin to know that you are calling onto the lion to come and devour you and today is just trying to tell us that please let us stay with our flock it will help us to grow if you are a new believer stay committed to your local church or your local assembly if you are been a believer for a long period of time you may have changed location recently find a bible believing church and be committed to that church it will really really help you to grow and to know christ better and to serve christ better we are all one body we may have different gifts but we are all one body let's say a word of prayer our father and our god we say thank you for this opportunity to learn from you thank you because you have it has so pleased you to put us into families to put us into places where we will be known where we will be loved where we will be able to grow and to be able to demonstrate the gifts that you have given unto us so we pray that beyond what we have discussed this day on the podcast we pray that you would expand it in our minds in jesus name and that you would give us life from these words in jesus name we have prayed amen so please stay with your flock don't go straying away it is well with you in jesus name i believe you have been blessed by this episode of the podcast please follow us on this platform or on wherever you get your podcast also please share with your friends and family so that they can be blessed by it too till we meet again keep seeking keep searching keep meditating on god's word and keep on loving your scriptures and keep on loving God. God bless you.